Hi, you're listening to Hiba is Writing, and I am your host, Hiba. A while back, I picked up reading again, a bit obsessively, because I was reading several history books concurrently in order to get some research done for my fantasy novels. I'll admit that I've always been a huge fan of history. I love learning about history, it's always such a fascinating subject for me, and I especially love learning about interesting little details. I've also been planning ahead for my series, my fantasy series, not outlining because I can't follow an outline for the life of me, but just thinking vaguely about how the overall plot is going to proceed in general, especially since a lot of changes have happened in book two of my series, The Pirates of Sissa, that will have a big impact uh, or influence on the rest of the plot. And that includes, um, as of right now, a new book, making the total number of books in the series six. So that's how it's looking so far, folks. <laughs> Um, but one of the major plot points that is coming up is a war, and I realized while I was considering this that I had no idea how big armies and fleets were supposed to be. I found myself wondering if 1,000 soldiers were enough for an army, or 10,000, or somewhere in between. At around the same time, I picked up a bibliography of Cleopatra a very, very quick read by Hourly History, which I would definitely recommend, not only because it was a fast read, but also because it was surprisingly detailed and easy to follow along with, so I actually quite enjoyed that. I suspected when I picked it up that the book would provide me with a wealth of information about the lives of the powerful and wealthy in ancient Egypt, since I do have an ancient Egyptian thriller in the works, um, but I also suspected that it would hopefully give me some solid information about politics and warfare that I could perhaps use in my fantasy series. And I was right in both suspicions. <laughs> so let's get into some of the cool information that I found out specifically about um, the sizes of armies and fleets uh, in this biography. Uh, yeah, biography. At one point in the book, it discusses how Cleopatra and her brother, who was ruling at her side at the time, decided to grant Pompeius 60 ships and 500 troops. So this is interesting because the assumption here is that Cleopatra and her brother were providing only part of Pompeius's military force in his campaign. I actually went ahead and looked it up, and I believe the battle in question here was the Battle of Pharsalus. And Pompeius had at least a good 42,000 people on the battlefield, while Caesar, who was his opponent, had about half that much. So in terms of numbers, that was most definitely interesting for me to learn about. And more interesting still was the fact that Caesar, despite having fewer soldiers, still won that battle because he seemed to have had a superior strategy that basically unsettled Pompeius's soldiers and caused them to break formation and flee. This was also interesting because I quite like the idea of having an army in my fantasy books that is outnumbered but wins anyway, because, and I'm not sure if this is a spoiler or not, but there will be a battle, as I said, and I've been working on how to make the outcome that I want work in that battle. So hopefully this can give me some pointers. At another point in this biography, the size of Mark Antony's army at some point during his campaign against Octavian, who 
would later become known as Augustus, uh, is kind of hinted at. They say that he lost almost half his men, more than 24,000 soldiers, due to severe winter weather and disease. And that's a direct quote from the book. And also because they had no supplies and weren't even dressed well for the cold weather. So uh, this brought to mind Napoleon's disastrous defeat upon his invasion of Russia during the winter. And it's another very important lesson to keep in mind. Weather and the environment can mean the difference between life and death and winning a battle or losing it. At another point during his fight against Octavian, it says that Antony summoned his allied kings, another direct quote, Antony summoned his allied kings and the couple, the couple being Antony and Cleopatra, traveled to Ephesus to pull together a naval force of 800 ships, including 200 of Cleopatra's. And later on, it mentions that they also had 100,000 troops. I think what I find really interesting here is that the number of ships or soldiers that a ruler or general was able to scrounge up sort of depended greatly on their ability to mobilize people, and sometimes even more so on their ability to persuade allies. Because at this particular time, Antony and, um, Antony and Cleopatra had to secure military force from their allies, including smaller kings and other nobility, if that is the right word. So when they call it a military campaign, it truly is a campaign in the sense that you have to rally the people around you or you will not have an army large enough to actually go and do battle. So the goal, of course, is to get more people than your opponent. But also, as we've seen um, previous with previous example, knowing how to do battle and having good battle strategies is of the essence when it comes to winning or losing. So yeah, so those are my three main lessons that I've learned from this biography of Cleopatra. And it was an intriguing read. I really enjoyed getting all of this information from this book that I'd hoped to find and was lucky enough to actually find. Um, I've been reading a lot of other books that deal with war and battle and the specifics of it, and also books dealing with colonialism and imperialism. And there's a lot of stuff to get into in, in, in future episodes. Lots of great tidbits of history that I'd love to continue sharing with you all, so I hope you'll enjoy learning with me. Well, that's it for today, dear listeners. Thanks so much for tuning in for this episode, and if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, or requests, please let me know via my Tumblr or my Twitter. All of the links are in the description box, and consider joining my mailing list to stay up to date with any big news that I have, as well as uh, getting access to subscriber exclusive content and I will also let you know whenever new freebies are up like short stories and things like that so if that's something you're interested in join my mailing list and that's it until next time <laughs>